The Consumer Toolbox podcast is a key source of information, providing consumers with the tools they need to gain and keep control of their consumer empowerment. Each year, consumers lose millions of their hard-earned money to scams, fraud, identity theft, or unfair and deceptive business practices. It can happen with a simple telephone call, an email, letter, or text, which may seem authentic or legitimate, and the consumer reacts quickly and provides their personal bank or credit card information. You see, it's instances such as these when consumers need to know that education is the best prevention. For this reason, Milagros brings to you the Consumer Toolbox. In 2023, there were over 5.3 million fraud reports filed with the Federal Trade Commission. That's up 14% from 2022. But here's what I find most concerning. Since 2001, there has been a whopping 1.6,000% increase in fraud reports to the Federal Trade Commission. Let me also mention that from those 5.3 million reports, consumers nationwide lost a total of $4.6 billion to investment scams. That's a 21% increase from the previous year. Consumers, if this does not get your attention, then what will? Are you going to wait to become a victim? Or will you be listening to this episode in its entirety? Welcome back to the Consumer Toolbox. I'm your host, Milagros. In celebration of National Consumer Protection Week and CPW March 3rd to March 9th, I'm going to dedicate this episode to scams and fraud, hoping to get your attention. During NCPW, consumer advocates and government agencies nationwide dedicate their week to bringing consumer awareness into their communities in the form of outreach events, public forums, workshops, informational tabling, and podcasts such as this one. This year is no different than any other year for me. However, I do plan to put more emphasis on scams and fraud based on the recent report from the Federal Trade Commission referenced throughout this episode. By the way, did I mention that Americans lost more than 10 billion dollars to fraud in 2023? I understand that that's a new benchmark for the FTC. The statistics I've already mentioned are concerning. Actually, I find them quite alarming. I can't help but think of the fraud victims who did not file a report due to fear or embarrassment. Hmm. I'm really hoping you'll take more aggressive measures to avoid falling for any one of the many scams targeting consumers of all ages and demographics. In other words, it seems your age or where you live does not matter to fraudsters. What matters at this point is how savvy you are in knowing how you can best protect your personal and financial information. It's not a matter of if, but when you will be targeted. Consumers, we need to take the matter serious. Fraudsters are active. Your personal and financial information, as much as your money, is wanted by them. They are worth their time and energy, and they'll do what they can to get it from you, whether it's willingly or in the most inconspicuous way, simply because you let your guard down. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. 
Scammers have stepped up their game, and you should too. With technology continuing to evolve, perpetrators are using it to their full potential. They're using all the methods they can, not just the telephone, to get you to fall for their sneaky and creative ways. In fact, emails accounted for 24% of the fraud reports to the Federal Trade Commission in 2023. This means fraudsters are increasingly targeting consumers with phishing emails to lure them to fall for their sneaky scams. Just this afternoon, I received an email at work which had the official logo of the United States Postal Service. The email read that my postal mail could not be delivered and required me to click on a link. Of course, I knew better not to do that, but many consumers would be quick to react on impulse before realizing that it was a fraudulent email. By then, they had already fallen for the scam, of course. So, consumers, do you know which age group fell most to fraud in 2023? Well, let me tell you. You're going to be surprised to know that 44% were between the ages of 20 and 29. 25% were 70 to 79 years old. And 22% were 80 years and older. Let me repeat those numbers if you don't mind. 44%, that's nearly half of the victims of fraud in 2023, were anywhere from 20 to 29 years old. Unbelievable. One would think that older Americans are more likely to fall victim being that they are less likely to use a computer or email and not as familiar or comfortable with modern technology. Anyhow, as the numbers reflect, the get-rich-quick scams are on the rise and targeting the younger generation. Finfluencers are now luring victims on social media through advertisements and DMs and even text messages, the means of communication most often used by Gen Z and Millennials. I'm happy to say that in 2024, NCPW is placing its focus on colleges and libraries, hoping to get the message to young adults being that they are more likely to fall victim to a cryptocurrency scam, such as the $1.4 billion consumers lost in 2023. Our goal here is to reach as many consumers as we can before the fraudsters do. It's as simple as this. While we may be smart, consumers, remember that scammers are always working on ways to outsmart us. Education is the best prevention. Did you know that of the $4.6 billion lost to scams in 2023, $2.7 billion of that was from imposter scams? Well, that's because websites are being cloned as our business logos, such as in the email I described earlier from the U.S. Postal Service. Because most Americans are doing their shopping online these days, it's important that you take all the precaution to ensure the marketplace you do business with is not only safe and secure, but legitimate as well. And let's not forget the new digital tool which is nothing to be taken lightly when it comes to the more potential means for advanced fraud and scams. I'm talking about AI. It's nothing to reckon with. With that said, it's important for you to always keep in mind that fraudsters appear to be present in any and all spaces where there could be a potential victim. 
So consumers, remain vigilant at all times. I encourage you to read the full 92-page FTC Sentinel report. Go to ftc.gov for that. There you'll find the full ranking of your state or metropolitan area. Also, be sure to join one of the many nationwide events taking place in your community during National Consumer Protection Week to stay informed and empowered. And finally, I want to direct your attention to your local attorney general's office where you can always get assistance in resolving a consumer complaint or to learn of your consumer protection rights. Each episode of the Consumer Toolbox will empower you with knowledge so that you can make informed decisions. You'll gain confidence and learn to avoid making on-the-spot decisions when making purchases, visiting websites, and downloading applications, or clicking on website links. The goal is for you to allow your consumer power to kick in so that you can stop an exit when you suspect a scam, fraud, or a misleading business practice. I hope you enjoyed this episode and feel empowered. Please share your feedback, comments, or questions by emailing them to theconsumertoolbox at gmail.com. So for now, I say stay safe, be well, and be sure to stay informed. Until next time.